Testing. Testing. Test. Test. We're testing. We're test. This is a test. This is a test. This is a test. Hi, everybody. I just took a deep breath and it sounded creepy. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> like I'm like <sighs> watching somebody through a window with binoculars. That's what, I, that's what I just sounded like. Well, hello. Welcome back. It's been it's been a it's been a hot minute since we've recorded. Um, Joel, you were wrapping up at the end of a, another term at school. Yep. Yep. We're done there. Done. We're starting again on Monday. Starting again on Monday. She had a whole week <laughs> off. Flew by. I don't know what happened. I don't know either. I don't know. And this is your last day of school. Last day of school. Summer break is way more exciting than mine. I'm very, I'm very excited for my summer break. I have, I thought last year I would like never want a summer break so bad. But this year was the hardest year being a teacher I've ever had. And today, I got like a little choked up today, but yesterday is when I like said goodbye to like my students at the end of the day. Today was just a half day, so they stayed in their general education class. But I did, one of my favorite students, I've talked about him before, he's like the sweetest kid ever. And even when he's like having a bad day, I'm like, is there anything? Love you, he's like, Mm-mm. And like, even when kids are kind of like mean to him, like he never says a bad word about anyone. He is just truly like the epitome of kindness. And so I might have mentioned this last time, but um, for for our seven to ten listeners, <laughs> I had been reading Wonder to my students all year. And um, I uh, I stopped a couple weeks ago and things just got really busy trying to do assessments at the end of the year or whatever. And so I got um, a goodbye present for my fourth graders that are going on to our school um, I got them all a copy of Wonder. It was actually cheaper to get hardcover <laughs> than paperback. I don't, maybe they didn't even make it in paperback. I don't know. But I told the kids, I was like, you're going to see a price on the back. And it was way cheaper than that. Don't freak your parents out. <laughs> um, but I wrote like a little message to all of them inside the book. And like Aww. the other night, so I was like sitting here like, <laughs> like writing messages. Like there's my one little girl. We may or may not be named twins. And I love her so much. And it's hard because you're just like that. We say you can't have favorites and like. I try not to show favoritism. Like she could be a sassy mix, sassy pants and I'm for sure call her out on it. But, um, I, she's one of my favorites. I have a couple kiddos that I like adore. Um, but I was writing hers and I was getting like all choked up and I was like, you're not supposed to have favorites, but you're on the top of my list. Like I was just like, you know, and so I told all the kids what I got them. And so like I stopped on page 200 randomly. I was like, Oh, I like that. It's a nice round, even number. Um, exactly 200 so i made i downloaded these cute bookmarks with like positive messages and laminated them frantically yesterday and took my corner cutter so that there was no like jabby laminated and i put a bookmark on the last page that we read together and then wrapped them for all the kids and they were like you got us the book like they were so excited and i had tried to read it with my third graders they just like were not developmentally as into this whole story um and then one of my favorite kiddos, he wasn't there yesterday. And his BFF also comes and works with me. And he's like, don't worry, Ms. Loftus, he's going to be here tomorrow. He's coming to my house after school. I'm like, okay, but I might need you to take this to him. Like, and I'd be so sad if I don't get to say goodbye. So he was there this morning. And so it was another kiddo. And I dropped it off, you know, this other girl. And then I stopped. He's like, Miss Loftus, I was like, hey, buddy. 
I said, I just want to tell you, I have a little thing for you. And he was like, oh, oh. And I was like, yeah, it's, you know, and I explained to the kids what it was, but I was like, open it when you get home and like read the message. Uh, I said, it's a copy of Wonder. And he goes, oh. And he just like kind of like gasped. And then he started to get like tears in his eyes. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, because he was just always very like invested in listening to it. And I had this other student yesterday. He's like, Ms. Loftus, when I read this book, I'm going to think of you. And I was like, oh, thanks, bud. But it was just like, it was great. So I did all my goodbyes yesterday. And today I was just like, I just need to get paperwork done. But we had this like, I sent you the pictures of like this goodbye end of the day thing. We started this like, I don't know, parade of cars full of kids during COVID. And actually it's just a lot of fun. So we did that this afternoon, but like, I just, there was not really tears today. There was a couple kids, like one of my naughtiest kids was sobbing hysterically. I had to give him a big old hug. He's not that naughty anymore. He's really turned things around. Um, and I was like, are you okay? And he couldn't even say anything. He was just crying. So I had to like give him a big hug and like hope he would get on the bus and not like try to stay. And then this other kid who's still being very naughty, but he's, he's lovable. He's like, he's like a Dennis the Menace type kid. Um, he's like a puppy. Uh, not even like, I don't know. This oh, They're cute. Would they piss you off? Yeah. I mean, for sure. Oh, we got that coming down the road announcement. Um, but apparently his teacher like asked everybody to clean out his desk. He refused. So she cleaned out the desk for him and he's like, I'm not leaving. And he unpacked everything and put it back in his desk. Like did not want to go home. No, no. But like there's, you know, some of these kids have just like some unstable stuff going on. Right. Like, School is the most mm-hmm. stable thing, especially this year that they've had in like years. So I was like, that just doesn't surprise me. What a total turd. But it's also really cute that like, I'm like, I think like my brain might be pudding, like not a good flavor pudding. Like, like it's like, like banana pudding when you're not expecting it. When you think it's like vanilla or butterscotch. Do you know what I mean? No. Do you like pudding? (laughs) Not really. (laughs) You know, a lot of people don't like pudding. Like the texture bothers them. I can do pudding sometimes, but just chocolate. So fair. Do you know what pudding I used to really, really love? Imperfect Foods pudding. Well, I did get one of their puddings, like the orange blossom. It was really the good. The cold brew one, it, it tastes just like tiramisu. Swear to God. Oh, a couple things. I want pudding right now <laughs> and tiramisu. Yeah. Ooh. Yep. Um, no, when I was younger, we used to go to the Pizza Hut buffet. Yep. And they always had a vat of chocolate pudding. Clearly it came <laughs> in a can. But I would always, like, get a big bowl. I don't know, buffet chocolate pudding. I picture them just, like, emptying out 100 snack packs into this. <laughs> Squeezing <laughs> each one, like, you know. Yep. I mean, it's probably not even made with real anything. Yeah. I'm not sure what chemicals make Pizza Hut buffet <laughs> chocolate pudding, but I loved it. Um, that's really funny. Anyway, I like I like warm butterscotch pudding with whipped cream. Okay. It's delicious. I can get on board with that. Yeah. I think I'm going to maybe get some at the store and make it this weekend. Nice. Yeah. So anyways, end of school year for me, in between terms for you, we've both had some like shitty shit go down. Shitty shit. It's so shitty. It was shitty twice. Nope. <laughs> um, we, bo- we both said goodbye to um, our furry friends. Um, Rilla 
kind of just I don't I won't get too choked up. I'm not gonna talk too much about <laughs> it. Like stop. Um, just like, don't say anything. No, uh, <laughs> I can tell you about to cry. No, it's okay. It's okay. Um, her lymphoma just kind of like took a turn. Um, and I'm really really grateful that she was only just like awful sick for like a week, and it wasn't even that awful. It was just she was really not herself, and I knew she wasn't gonna turn back around. And um. Not that anybody at my vet or oncologist would even listen to this. Although I could like email them a link and be like, I talked about you guys in podcasts. You want to listen? But I just um, was so grateful for everybody being so incredibly kind through something that like was terrible. And I was glad that I could like be on the other side of it. Something that I had been dreading for seven months since she got her lymphoma diagnosis and be able to look back and think like, wow, like. I got to just see like human kindness. Like I get it. Like they're paid for the job also. <laughs> like, like if they were assholes, it would have been terrible. And I would be like, I don't want to pay you for this, but you know, people don't always have to have like good bedside manner in that kind of a position. And I didn't, I hadn't thought about it, but I remember like one of my conversations with the oncologist was it's like, yeah, people just kind of like got off the phone with me this morning, like yelling at me, like mad at her. Like she gave their dog cancer and like, you know, like you're like, Oh man. But, um, so yeah, saying goodbye to Rilla was really tough and you had to say goodbye to Luna. Yes. Un- very unexpectedly. Yeah. Um, and we're so sad. Yeah. Same week, you guys. It was this was crazy. It was bad. Joelle went with me like to the ER on a Sunday Memorial Day weekend and then like came home that night. And I legit, when you texted me, I thought it was like a joke. I was like, You're going to the emergency clinic? And then I was like, Holy fuck, <laughs> ha, I was like half LOL. asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Opposite of LOL. And I was just like, Oh my God. And I was so tired. Like we spent the entire day in Bellingham waiting for information and like and then, so that was Sunday, and then we, we said goodbye to Rilla Thursday. So we got to at least commiserate. It was weirdly nice to feel like I wasn't kind of going through something super awful alone. We both have very nice I know, boyfriends. I, I feel but, selfish about saying that, but it is nice to well, no, and at first, go through that with someone who gets it. Yeah, at first I felt bad. I'm like, did I? Sub-? I told you all this. She looked at me like I was crazy when I told her. I was like, did I subconsciously let Brilla go so that it could happen? And Because this is my anxiety spinning yeah. me like totally out of control. And you were just like, LOL, WTF. <laughs> and I was just like, okay. Uh, but yeah, it was um, really weird coincidence. Weird, weird, qu- not, a, I mean, uh, it would be in an Alanis Morissette song, probably. So that whole song was like coincidence, not irony. Isn't that the whole joke? Like ironic is not actually an ironic song. I don't even remember that song. I don't know. I feel like hmm. I feel like you would like relate to Alanis Morissette. You give off Alanis Morissette vibes. Spencer's told me I look like her. So oh my gosh, absolutely. <laughs> Maybe that's why. <laughs> you posted this like really cute um, cartoonist caricature of you and Luna. And I'm like, it looked like Luna. And I was like, who the fuck was the person standing next to Luna in the picture? Because it wasn't you. Like, usually the caricatures get some one of your features, like, in the exaggerated. This was, like, oh, not no, even I, remotely you. No, I have to go back and look at it. This was, like, maybe, like, seven years ago, though. So I'd have to show you the original pic. Oh, maybe. Like, did you give them a picture of you when they did it from the picture? Uh, so I was standing right in front of them, and they were drawing well, me in real life, and then they had that picture of me and Luna. So maybe they were going back and forth between like me standing there and me in the picture and, and like, maybe they were like slightly visually impaired perhaps or perhaps. just only can't see humans yeah because <laughs> the dog part looked great but yeah i know yeah so we've had a bit of a rough time so we just took a, a nice song break um consumed a lot of wine played some fun board games 
That was a good night. I enjoyed myself despite it. Um, And yeah, so like, I don't know. It's been two weeks yesterday since I said goodbye to Rilla and I had been like looking at this rescue three little pities uh, for months and months and months. I think even long, like long before I really um, got sick, I just love following rescues and I get like very emotionally involved in all these dogs lives that have never met me, you know? <laughs> and uh, I was like, if I get another dog, I'm going to get it from them. And then knowing Rilla was going to pass away eventually, I was like, I was always kind of looking. And I almost panic adopted a dog <laughs> from them in November. They were great. They like, I don't remember it. what dog that was. It was like a, it, they were like a pit chocolate lab mix. And there was a couple little girls that looked a lot oh, like Oh, I Rilla, remember. Yeah. Which honest to God, I'm really glad I didn't do that. Cause I think it would have been just terrible. But in case any of you haven't heard other, um, episodes of our podcast joelle was like a walking saint and spent so much time with rilla and like look at looked after her for me during the day when i was at work and stressed out and um again like whether she likes it or not i will be eternally grateful and always do any favor she ever needs except like i don't know if you want me to donate eggs or something i think that would be they probably wouldn't be good because i'm old but if i could carry yeah, a baby surrogate for you you let me know if you want to pull a kim kardashian i'll do it for you i would love that I have a, I know a girl. She listens to this sometimes, I think, so I won't say her name. But in, she's got she's got kids of her own. I won't say how many, because that would be an identifier, because this is private. But she was a surrogate, like, after she had her kids and paid off, like, all the rest of her college debt. Like, people pay a chunk. Wow. I kind of want to do that now. And she kept it on the super-duper down low. Like, there, you, and you're not allowed to, like, post about it on social media or talk about anything. And there's also, like, very, like, scripted, like, diets you eat and medical checkups. I was going to say, I feel like I've looked into that before or just donating eggs. And it's crazy. Like, the amount of things you can do. Plus, you have to, like, give yourself shots and stuff like that, too. Right? Yeah, yeah. I think that's just for IVF. Get all my things confused. I mean, there's so many yeah. things with, with, with having babies, I guess. But, yeah, so I always thought that. Anyways, let me know. I have several organs in pairs. Like, there's things I can live without, like kidney. Yeah. I can give you one of those. Sure. Um, Not liver, just one. Just one <laughs> liver. Um, lungs, I don't think people give up their lungs when they're still alive. So if I so. die and you need a lung. Cool. Mine are pretty good. I quit smoking like after college. Nice. That's where this age gap will come in handy. Yes. For me when I'm older. When you're older. <laughs> and wait you've a died. And I've died. <laughs> what a depressing thing to talk about. I mean, have you che- have you ever like thought about checking that box on the driver's license? Like you would to donate, donate organs? organs? Oh yeah, I do. Well, I heard that like they will not, they're way less likely to resuscitate you if you... Oh, have checked that box that you can have your your organs harvested. They're like, eh, we'll let them go. We don't need to defib in the in the ambulance or anything. I have heard that like, too, but I guess I'm just like, I don't know, accepting okay. of death. Yeah, like um, honestly, be a. <laughs> uh, you're a better again. Another example. Do me of a favor, you know. A better person than me. I'm like, fuck you all having my organs. Absolutely not. I'm dying with this shit. <laughs> Taking it to the grave. Um, but yeah, your family can always just be like, oh yeah, like after you're already dead, be like, oh yeah, she wanted to donate her organs, even if it wasn't checked right. Fair. So, so but I, I do think, think there's like to. some particular procedures you have to follow. So I feel like I would need to like write a letter. Mm, oh, like in the will. Like in the will or Maybe? like some sort of like signed, like with like a notary public kind of situation. Don't quote us on this. 
We're no, not, we're not I mean, Oregon experts. I am, I am, yeah, I'm not giving legal advice to anybody. I didn't pass <laughs> the bar exam like Kim Kardashian. Um, <laughs> not me. I've been, I've been watching the Kardashians. I was really hoping Kim was going to be in the Pete Davidson special in the back, in the uh, backstage footage. And I know she was there because Julio talked about on Oops how he got to meet her. <gasps> Did he say he liked that. her? He didn't really say much. He said he was scared to talk too much about her or Pete because of Kanye possibly listening. <laughs> well, he, he was, fucking called he out Kanye right Kanye at the Kanye would beginning. come for him. I know. We're all scared oh. Kanye's going to come for us. Kanye be crazy, yo. If you haven't watched... I think he has some mental health things going on. I don't know. I kind of feel bad sh- for him sometimes, but oh, like he's, all, sh- he's also acting a total fool. He <laughs> is. I shouldn't have said Kanye be crazy, y'all. I meant crazy and like just being a goof. I didn't yeah. mean mentally unwell I because I know he is. And I also... So, Brittany, can we talk about Britney Spears for a second? Uh, sure. But only in so far <laughs> as she called out Kelly Clarkson recently for making a comment way back in like 2008. So, like little itty bitty Kelly Clarkson, like on American Idol, when she said something like, Wouldn't it be crazy if she was making all this up for publicity for her album? Like, that'd be crazy. And apparently, she was in like a radio interview and the people kept like probing her about Britney because it was like when she was like shaving her head and all that stuff. Right. And so they were like trying to get her to say shit and she was just kept trying to like brush it off and they kept doing it. But then she like called Kelly out from something from like 2008 when she was like a dumb kid just off of American Idol. And yeah. I was like, Britney, she didn't mean it. So then <laughs> this week, Kel- I never watched the Kelly Clarkson show. I see like, I didn't know that was even a thing. Yeah. She's got a daytime talk show. Um, hmm. And I also, I side note, I appreciate Kelly Clarkson embracing a plusser size or version of herself. Like it makes me happy because she looks super cute all the time, but she does karaoke, and she's got, she's got a fucking amazing voice. Like no matter what, one of the best voices of our generation. We're not, we're not in the same. You're a millennial, right? I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm like, uh, you're a cusp. I'm like a cusper. I'm like a Gen Z. <laughs> it's a couple letters of the alphabet squished together. Sure, sure. Yeah. I have to look it up because like 1980 is like a weird year. Um, but yeah, so she did karaoke and she <laughs> like after Britney said all these things and like posted about it publicly, Kelly um, saying womanizer. <laughs> and everyone's like, Kelly Clarkson slaps back at Britney by oh singing womanizer. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> really? Maybe she's playing an homage to Britney because it's one of Britney's best songs ever. You think so? I love that song. Hmm. I mean, above that, okay, like number one favorite Britney Spears song, Toxic. Okay. And every cover that's ever been done of it. Like there's a bluegrass cover of it I love. Have you heard the recorder version? No, I bet it's fucking amazing. Oh my god, you have to pause the entire podcast and listen to it right now. How about how about after? Because we were gonna try not to do two hours. Okay, okay, okay. We're gonna try not to do I'm two gonna hours. make a note on my notepad because it's great. And make maybe an ma- maybe you can insert a little a snippet, a, a snippet right here, right here, right here in the right podcast and in, in the editing phase. In Eighteen minutes and fifty five seconds. We're gonna put a snippet of the recorded version of Toxic so by Britney Spears. Oh, snippet. We'll You'll love it. it. No. Um. Yeah, I love like Fiona Apple does like a weird bluegrass version of it. It's I just I love Toxic. It's a great song. What is your like? So that's number one, and I would say Womanizer is like right up there, number two. And then, um, oops, I did it again. I think. Yeah, I don't really know. I honestly don't listen to Britney like all the time anymore. So I think I'd have to like look at a list of all the songs and be like, oh yeah. This was a thing. But yeah, I agree. Toxic is great. It's great. 
Also, whenever you ask me my favorite of any band ever, like all the thoughts leave my head. <laughs> Remember when we talked about Oasis and I was like, I know all their albums. Can't think of a song. <laughs> I'm like, don't know any album names. <laughs> Can name two. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always a fake fan. Just I'm a blanket fake fan. So you guys don't have to think it. I'm telling you. She's not a fake. <laughs> she's not a fake fan. I just don't you, have many thoughts up here. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like you have like tattoos of some of your favorite bands, correct? Yes, and I hate it. Because, <laughs> like, a, the, one of the band members of this band, I mean, I won't say the band name if you don't want to call them out. It's brand new. Brand new. The lead singer of Brand New, Jesse Lacey, was, like, allegedly sending nudes or requesting nudes or talking to underage women. Girls. Girls. We'll call them girls. Girls. At his show. Adolescents. Yeah. Not women. Um, <sighs> Gross. So, yeah. And then it just kind of, I don't think he ever like assaulted anyone, but that's bad enough. And it it feels icky. He got canceled. Yeah. He got canceled and it feels icky to have their artwork on my skin. So I don't like that. And then I have a, the used lyric on my back that was from when I was 18, my very first tattoo. And I hate that also just because (laughs) what's the lyric, uh, just make love. That's all it's from. I caught fire. That is absolutely an 18 year old's tattoo. Hell yeah, it is. And, uh, yeah, so it's in the process of kind of being covered up, but like that cool, like flower thing you have going on. Nope. It's on my back. So half of the Phoenix that's also not finished. (laughs) Have I not seen this? I don't think I've seen the Phoenix. I'll have to show you. I mean, I've seen you partially nude on Instagram. So (laughs) (laughs) who has hasn't, you know what I mean? No, I'm just <laughs> Go away. Um, but yeah, I only have one tattoo that's not cool, but I have plans. I have plans. I'm gonna, I decided on a new tattoo. I think I told you about it. I want to get like yes. a rainbow with like clouds and rain mm-hmm. and then have Rebel's name in the rainbow. Um, I think that would be super cool. Uh, but my fun news, anyways, I like totally sidetracked with the Britney Spears thing. I'm oh, not, yeah, because Kanye. Kardashian brain exploded. I've been watching the Kardashians and I love it. And I just, I really like her dating Pete. Come back to the Pete special. Cause I want to talk about Julio. I have some feelings about Julio. Oh gosh. Um, I'm ready to defend. It's okay. You can defend. <laughs> um, I just wish he had like worn a clean shirt. Um, it wasn't clean. It just, it looked frumpy and he's very, I think he's you very know what's funny. Is that his girlfriend picked that out for him? That outfit, that whole outfit. Is Hillary, is, is it Hillary? Hillary? Yeah, Hills. Um, Hill Dog. Hill Dog. They call her Hill Dog a lot. Uh, anyway, I. long story short, I'm adopting a puppy. Um, her name is Aurora. And her birthday is the same as Rilla's. But did I tell you about the birthday scare? No. There was a scare. That it wasn't the birthday. That it wasn't the birthday. <laughs> there was a medical record that came through that said March 15th. And I went, what the fuck? Because I felt like it was a sign from Rilla. Cause I thought she was like adorable, beautiful puppy. And I was like, oh. and then I saw the birthday and it was like, bing, I'm going to do this. And I saw that it was the 15th and I texted the adoption coordinator whom we now follow each other on Instagram. And she's amazing. Um, I love her eyebrows and she like, she's a healthcare worker. I'm not sure exactly like in what area of healthcare enough so that like she's wearing scrubs. And she posted a picture today of like her inner scrubs and then like squatting down, like, like total, like boss babe. But I was like, fuck, she's so cool. Um, but she's like 26 or something. And I'm like, oh, in her twenties, she's so young, uh, with great eyebrows. Um, I told her that, that I loved her eyebrows. She's like, thanks. It took me a long time to draw them on today. <laughs> like, whatever. So I was like, Hey, um, 
I know this is not like a big deal, but I'm curious about the birthday. She's like, I know, I understand. I will check in. And then the next morning she's like, confirmed that is the real birthday. I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> um, but yeah, her name's Aurora and I really wanted to like, um, name her another Anne of Green Gables name. And I had all these ideas and I kept floating them by you and my sister. And anytime I floated it by Alex, it's like, mm-hmm. um, doing, doing his best Chad on SNL, um, Pete Davidson. Thank you. I like that character. Um, but, uh, my nephew Connor told my sister, oh, Aurora, then Aunt Lizzie can call her Rory. And I had like already thought of it. And she told me at like the same time I told her. And so then anytime I mentioned like a different name, my sister's like, eh, I'm going to vote for Rory. And like, she just shut me down every time. <laughs> and at that point, I think I'd called her that in my head so many times that like. Rory is very cute. And it gives me Gilmore girl vibes. Oh, for sure. And it's an R it's mm-hmm. an R nickname like Rilla, which is short for Marilla. Um, and here's this other super cute thing. The foster mom also we text, um, and she's in transport now. I pick her up tomorrow. Um, I think she's going to be in Utah or probably is in Utah right now. Where are you picking up from? Either Marysville or Bellingham. I thought they were going to Marysville first, figuring they were coming up the I-5, but they're actually coming across from Idaho. So they're coming like to Bellingham mm-hmm. first. And so I, I'm going to see if I can switch it to Bellingham and Oh, well, Arlington, like by the airport, which I used to live right over there once upon a time. Um, but yeah, so she was, I was telling her about my dog and, um, passing away and I told her the name. She goes, Rilla, like from Anne of Green Gables. And we had this like adorable bonding moment. She's like, next dog I get, Rilla's the name. And I'm like, that is amazing. (laughs) And so she was like, I'm going to research some Anne of Green Gables names for you. So her and I were texting names back and forth and it just like didn't, it just didn't feel right. But she's super cute. They say she's a lab mix, but you and I both know after looking at those pictures, she's mm-hmm. very clearly part pit bull, Staffordshire Terrier. I'm not sure, but I'm going to do a DNA test, which I'm excited about. There was no reason to do one on Rilla because she was a purebred chocolate lab. Um, but yeah, and she's pot- potty trained already. I expect some regression, obviously, in the new location. And crate trained also expects some regression. And I'm excited and fucking nervous as fuck. Why are you nervous? Um, You're going to be a great mom. I think I'll be, I'll do good. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm excited because I, I know like I can look back on the last like seven years. Some of the things I could have done better with Rilla. Like I, I really wanted her to be a therapy dog and she, I, you know, we had dogs growing up, but we gave them away. So I like, I never experienced losing a pet in that way. And like doing it all by myself. Like my parents, we, our dogs were not well behaved and we didn't keep them more than like one or two years before we were like, we're going to give them to someone that can do way better than we can. (laughs) Um, but yeah, she couldn't walk with, um, a flat collar. She always pulled no matter the harness. I did the back harness. I did the front harness. I did everything. And the only thing that she responded to was the prong collar, which people are super fucking judgy about, but what am I supposed to do? I don't know. And you, in order to be a certified therapy dog, not a service dog, but just like a therapy dog that can like go to libraries and schools and nursing homes and hospitals. Um, you have to be able to like do this checklist of things. Like one of which is, um, like walk on a leash with a flat collar. And she always pawed everybody. Like if you stopped petting her, she'd like paw you like, what the fuck better keep petting me. And 
one of the like practices you have to do and like pass is like in a nursing home. And all I could think is she's going to like claw some poor old lady with fragile paper thin skin. And like, we're going to fail. And then I think it was like, I was working on that around the time when like my, my ex broke up with me. And so kind of just like went out the window. So I regretted like not being better on leash. And then Rilla was always like kind of a jumper. Um, so I feel like I'm like, okay, I gotta really, I don't know. You know, I, you know me by now I'm like a super fucking perfectionist. I'm like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And then this, and then probably I won't. We'll see. But I have like puppy classes already like lined up. Are you going through? Um, there's this, oh shoot. I'm going to forget the name. It's like. Petco? <laughs> no, not Petco. <laughs> no, but they did a good job. Like your very first puppy class was there um, with Rilla and like puppy playtime where you like socialize your dog. Um, oh, yeah, what's we, like, did, we did pet smart with both my dogs because that's when I worked there. So, oh, sweet. I didn't know you worked at pet smart. Oh yeah. When I was going to massage school, that's what, that was my job, uh, part-time after school and nice. I was a cashier, but I had to see dogs all day and it was amazing. That's how I met Daisy's litter mate. Yeah. <gasps> no kidding. <laughs> they walked in and I was like, Hey, what's your dog's birthday? <laughs> Cause they just like looked alike. Yeah. Yeah. She looked just like Daisy and they're like, Oh, it's five eleven. I was like, my dog's birthday is five eleven. <gasps> Where'd you get her? <laughs> and like, sure shit. And then we made a play date and they fucking hated each other. But that's my story. Anyway, continue. I love it. That's a great story though. <laughs> the trainer that you found. The trainer. It's like an adventure camp, like dog, doggy daycare down in Coopville. And they do dog training classes and they get the canine good citizen. And then you can do like other certifications. So you have to like get canine good citizen first. So I was like, oh, and I just saw like really, really good reviews. And I miss, I missed Rilla went to this doggy daycare called pampered pooch and like this crazy purple house kind of like in Rolling Hills, like halfway to Coopville. And this lady was amazing. And every, like the dogs were always outside and there was always like humans out there with them. Cause Rilla just always wanted to be where the dogs were to play, but also the human needed to be nearby. Like, and she went to a different doggy daycare where like the dogs were outside more without people. So she'd always want to like come back inside. And I guess she was like a grumpopotamus and would like sit by the door and be grumpy and wait for me to pick her up. Um, and I just really missed that. And it's a lot like what they do. And I really, I really liked how they, how they ran their business. And so this is, seems kind of similar and it's in the summer on Saturday mornings. And yeah, it's only like 175 bucks. A class? No, total. Oh my God. Yeah, do it. Yeah. No, 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 no total. And then like the, the first class is one-on-one and then there's, um, five more classes like in a group. And so they emailed me back this week and said that. There's one other dog signed up. They're waiting for like a third. But like when I do something, I don't have asset. I'm like, oop, here's my checklist. I'm like, I'm vet appointment on Monday. Like, but the vet office was super cute. They call like your veterinarian, like if you've had a pet. And they were like, your vet said so many wonderful things about you. And I was like, oh, that's so sweet. And then when I went in to pick up Rilla's ashes, they were like, we want to see pictures of like your new puppy. You're going to, it's going to be so great. And then like, they were just like, we've all been, like, they were just, they were really kind. And they were like, one of the girls working was like, I'm the one that talked to them on the phone when I told them how amazing you are. And I'm like, I don't know your name, <laughs> but it, that was, it was super cute. So yeah, I like, I'm excited. I'm nervous. I'm worried that I'm going to put like a lot of pressure on myself and this puppy to like be a lot like Rilla because I'm like, I know they're going to have different personalities, but like. 
I don't know. Like, I don't want to, like, expect her to do, sorry, like, do certain things. Mm-hmm. Although Bear has sweeped right in. Yeah. <laughs> all. Like, I was, like, put on my shoes and Rilla would, like, like back into me and, like, itch her butt on the bottom of my sneakers. And I'd be like, Rilla, I gotta put my shoes on. And I'd get super annoyed. And then after she was gone, I was putting on sneakers, like, a couple days later. And I just started crying because there was no dog to, like, itch their butt. And then, like, Bear came over and, like, kept back. And I was like, Bear. And then I'm like, oh, no way. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I just, yeah, like, I don't want it to, like, I don't, I don't want it to be I'm doing this just to, like, I don't know. Like, wine de-stresses me after work. I don't want it to be about a puppy, just to whatever. But Alex was like, listen, you know. Bear and Kitty, they're chill. Like they're chill, like me. Like we, we're loners. We don't need, we don't need anybody to take care of us. But like you like to take care of things. Like I think we should get a puppy. And I was like, <laughs> like already. And he was like, yeah, why not? And then that's when I was like, okay. So anyway, I won't keep talking about dogs. <clears throat> I hope your new puppy has the itchiest butt. I hope so. I hope I can itch her butt all the time. <laughs> the weirdest thing though was like Rilla. Like I have like two cheap dog beds that I bought at Walmart not that long ago, but. She would back into my closet and like my dresses and stuff were hanging and she'd like go, oh, oh, you'd see her be just like, she'd have this look of like pure ecstasy on her face. I'm like, is my dress itching your butt for you? Like, and not like her butthole, just like to be clear, like, like her lower back, um, like where if a dog had a tattoo, like lower back tattoo on her dog, that's weird. Um, I didn't say that. We were, I'm going to be off stamp. Tramp, tramp, like Lady in the Lady Tramp. Lady in the Tramp stamp. Oh, oh, that's amazing. Um, yeah, so. I think my microphone might have been off. I don't think it's been off for that long, but I think it's going to be fine. No, I don't think um, it's been off. <laughs> I don't think so. Did like the I, keep, I keep going on and off because whenever you're talking, no offense, but you talk a lot. So I'm <laughs> just like drinking and stuff and I don't want it to be loud. <laughs> I really, that sounded mean still, even after I said no offense. Like, that's okay. <laughs> could have found better words usually like <laughs> when someone says no offense the thing coming after it is not like the, the most pleasant of things but no no i just i mean you have a lot to say and you're very I, wordy and you know I you have do. a lot of details and that's just the way it is so sometimes i just mute myself so that i'm not like yeah 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 because i say yeah a lot too and i feel like i'm always just interrupting <laughs> Anyways, um, it, yeah, it'd be funny was... if you were the first person to ever say that about me, but it's been a running gag since I was eight. So <laughs> it's all good. Okay, like, so can we talk about the Kardashians, first of all? Sure. Did you ever watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians? No. <laughs> Neither did I. I think I saw one or two episodes. For some reason, I have recently become obsessed with them. And I'm really fucking pissed. There's only 10 episodes <laughs> on Hulu. I feel deeply for Khloe Kardashian. And I mean, if Kris Jenner could be my mom. Really? <laughs> She's amazing. Hmm. And the houses these people built, like, oh, they're so fucking wealthy. Also, though, they like fucking bust ass. Like, for everything. And I just, I'm like, I, dear Kim Kardashian, I would like to be your best friend. If it ever happened, <laughs> I'm not cool. I'm recording a podcast on a folding table in my office while Joel sits on a therapy ball <laughs> and there's a guitar and a bunch of board games in my closet. That's, and Funko Pops. There's like a Transformer Funko Pop staring at us right now. 
and comic books. That's, 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 yeah, she would never hang out with me. Although, like, she's really good friends with Amy Schumer and she's dating Pete Davidson. How does that happen? Pete Davidson? Ariana Grande. I think Pete Davidson is so fucking cool. I don't, I, okay. I get the appeal. Tell me, because I don't find him attractive physically at all. I think he is attractive. I, I mean, he's very tattooed. I think that's a good look. And then I think he's just attractive in general. And he's a comedian. Well, I would love to date a comedian great. in general. Unfunny people know I think he's you. funny. Yeah. Um, and he just has like this whole attitude that like he just like doesn't care. And I just love that. I just love people who don't take themselves too seriously. And it seems like he's just really accepting of all people and like just, I don't know, great person. I just think he's a cool guy. So I see why Kim would... I was listening to a podcast who was talking about this and they were saying that Pete is like the perfect rebound guy because he's everything Kanye is not like Kanye is very particular. And obviously, like I just said, Pete's very just like, woo, like go with the flow and he's funny and Kanye, maybe not so funny, more serious, lyrical genius and all that. So maybe he's just the perfect rebound and this won't be long term, but it seems like it's what she needed. Just like a fun guy. Where she was, like, not really having a great time with Kanye at the end there. Oh, well, she just, they, I don't know if you're going to watch the show. I don't want to spoil nope. it for you. Well, also, all the things that happened on the show already happened, like, six months ago. But, like, Chloe, um, Trist, Tristan Thompson or whatever, this is her daughter's father. They were, like, working through him cheating on her, like, fucking eight million times. Very forgiving woman. Um... And the episode that just happened was when she finds out that he, like, right after the 30th birthday party she threw for him, he flew down to whatever basketball team he plays for, for, like, a, a game, and met some woman in a hotel, slept with her, and she got pregnant. Wait, that was the dude from Big Brother? No. No, that's Lamar. That's Lamar Odom. Oh. Who are we um, talking about? Tristan Thompson. Oh. This is, like, post-Lamar. So she was married to Lamar. They got divorced. Oh, and they were both her. basketball players? Yeah, they're into the basketball <gasps> players. And she got cheated on twice by a basketball player? Yeah. That's She's so been cheated strange. on multiple times. Between she, the two of them, they've cheated on her a fuck ton. She needs a Pete Davidson in her life. She does. I mean? <laughs> but right now, I think she's probably, like, sworn off men. But, like, Kim goes over to her house to talk to her after, like, this, like, legal deposition becomes public where he's like, I did, in fact, sleep with this woman on my 30th birthday. They're like, Chloe threw him that party. Like, they are and Kim's like, you know, like, usually we keep this stuff private. Like, if anybody knew. Because, like, Chloe's like, I'm just sick of people giving me shit for, like, giving people chances. But they don't have a daughter with somebody who, like, they're trying to, like, have, like, a family, you know. And I was like, I, you know, I get it. I definitely sympathize with that. And Kim's like, if anybody knew how bad it was with Kanye for, the like, for so long. So I don't think it was bad at the end. I think it was, like... Bad always because he seriously has mental health issues that are probably going undiagnosed. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> at least at least to my eyes, I don't really know what's going on with Kanye. <laughs> I mean, he did um like arrange it so that a fire truck drove all his kids to school one day on the show. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, but also like Kim was like, "Yay, how exciting!" And she was like, <laughs> like who wants a fire truck to pull up to their house have you seen the um little short video of kim complaining that they didn't have a jacuzzi with kanye and kanye was like can you believe it can you believe we don't have a jacuzzi <laughs> do you know what i'm talking about i'll put that on the list of stuff we're watching afterwards oh my god maybe you can amazing. put a snippet of what 
like just right I'll here. Hold up the microphone recording. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have like a cease and desist to take it. No, it won't because no one <laughs> listens to the podcast that would report it. But yeah, so I just I don't. So anyways, she keeps talking about Pete and like I think it's like kind of serious. Very serious. But also they're in their honeymoon phase, you know, so like who knows? For sure. But I would assume if I was a dude like Pete Davidson, I would do everything in my power not to fuck that up. I don't think Pete cares though. Like like I said, I think he just doesn't really care about much. And I think if like Kim were to leave him, he'd be like, eh, I think sucks. he does care. Like he the, cares about her for sure, but I don't think he'd be like trying hard for her. I don't think he's a try hard kind of boyfriend. Oh gosh, no. Okay, you might need to watch some of this. There's this like weird ice cream treat you can get at gas stations. And he took her one night. He's like, hey, you want to go and get this like whatever from a gas station? She's like, I have never been so fucking horny. I was like, whoa. <laughs> And she went to go do a um, uh, Sports Illustrated swimsuit cover shoot in, like, the Dominican Republic on her own private fucking jet. This jet is sick. And he sent her this, like, ice cream treat, like, to have on the plane. And he, like, Scott Disick was talking about how, like, yeah, Pete's so nice and really thoughtful and kind and, like, brought over, like, Kim's favorite coffee and brought me a coffee. I didn't want to tell him I didn't like that kind. And I was like, okay, Scott, nobody likes you anymore. Um, But it seems like he's just, like, genuinely sweet and thoughtful. Oh, that's what I mean. I feel like that's just, like, something Pete would do. Yeah, but I don't, I don't want to discount him. I don't think, I think perhaps on the surface, like, many people, he brushes it off. Like, it won't hurt him, but, like... I think it does. I just, I don't know. I agree with you. I think he would be hurt, but I don't think he's trying hard to like make sure that Kim, you know what I mean? I think he's just a sweet guy. I think he's just a sweet guy in relationships. Yeah. I mean, I think he puts in effort. Yeah. Right. I think think if he likes anyone, friends included, I think he just shows it. For sure. Yeah. So I don't think it's, he's not like going out of his way to be different than he already is. I think we're agreeing. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I think I'm coming around (laughs) to what you're saying. Yeah. So I watched the special, mm-hmm. the comedy show, the comedy show, Pete Davidson, best friends, Netflix. Yes, it was. It was his intro was funny. I don't understand big wet. <laughs> that was so funny, though. You didn't like big wet. I was like, what the fuck is this? I listened to it for like 30 <laughs> seconds and then fast forwarded through the rest <gasps> of them. No, you didn't. It got better toward the end. Ah! It was so funny. I heard the end. I was, was so funny. What was funny about the end? <laughs> Just all it just got funnier as it went. I was a big wet fan at the end. <laughs> <laughs> that is wrong on so many. You were a big wet I'm fan. I'm a big wet fan. She was real wet for big wet. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ew, sorry, ew. That's gross. I'm sorry. Um Rewind. it's not gross. Just Women kidding. people dudes talk about their boners. Why can't we talk about <laughs> being turned on? Yes. That's all I'll we're say both about wet that. right now. Not right now. No, no, no. <laughs> Anyway. Um, yeah, so then, like, <laughs> so Pete did his thing, and then there was, like, I forget who came next. Uh, I don't know his name. Some guy. It was okay. I thought it was funny, yeah. Uh, and then Julio, and I was like, yeah. Not Julio's best work, but it was funny. It was um, a really, really long story. Usually I like quick zingers, and I like a lot of different topics, and his was all just the bro topic, pretty much. The bro but thing. And it was, was like, funny. It was, like, the most amazing. It was, like, amazing. And he kept the way- crazy. I was like, dude, this is not how you are in your podcast. He's so funny. <laughs> he actually calls himself out for that on the podcast for always just being like, yeah, I always say like, that's insane. Insane, amazing. And I was like, I was texting you when I was fucking, I was like, Julio, buddy, 
bud. Yeah, I didn't even notice that he did that. Like nothing he does annoys me. I just love him so much. But anyway, um, I know. And he's maybe he's <laughs> the way maybe he said, giving you shout outs on Instagram. <laughs> the way the way he said fire was fire. fucking hilarious. It was funny. like and the smile he did with it. I was like, that's a perfect. And he's so cute. He's so yeah. cute. He has like really cute little Italian dimples. Yeah. Um, and he talked about like gaining weight and stuff. And I know they've talked about it a lot on the podcast, but I haven't seen him at his like chunkier, but he alluded to like gaining breasts Yeah, <laughs> when he gained weight. I was like, whoa. Um, oh, voluptuous. Volu- I forgot that was voluptuous. He's like, no guy wants to be voluptuous. <laughs> yeah. It's, oh my gosh. Especially with Francis. I feel like Francis is so mean to him sometimes. Him and Chris both. He always comments on like how good they're looking when they're like losing weight and stuff. I'm like, Francis, Francis this is, is 2022. How are you like not aware by now that you're not supposed to comment on other people's weight loss? I think though <laughs> it's because Francis is it. so self-conscious because he's so pale and like Maybe. skinny, weird white boy. Yeah. I think he, he also just like works out really hard all the time. So he thinks he can give like workout advice and diet advice, even though it's like Do you have so a degree in like 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 health and nutrition <laughs> or kinesiology? If not, sit the fuck down, Francis. <laughs> yeah, that that stuff does annoy me. I'm listening to the podcast sometimes i'm just like this is the new episode this isn't an episode from like 2018 like how is he still saying stuff like this but anyway back to julio but i do if i look it's like voting who's my favorite of the two on the podcast definitely julio oh yeah for sure although i'm telling you francis is like hilarious because you saw saw him in person it was fucking hilarious yeah and he did okay so do you like bo burnham no oh because of because of the musical comedy thing no, I like musical comedy. I just really don't, don't like, Bo like Bo Burnham. And I tried to watch his special he did during COVID and I was like, this is uncomfortable for me. Wow, I love Bo Burnham and I love that special. But anyway, so Francis um, plays the piano, obviously. So he tries to incorporate a lot of oh, musical I comedy. That. I yep. didn't know that. Oh. Yep, he's a really good piano player. and Of course, he had lessons. He did like <laughs> he did like two different. He also, I think, taught people piano. But anyway, he, uh, he had two different me. musical comedy skits. And the first one was just like uh, just a regular musical comedy skit. And the second one was he did a lot of like crowd interaction and the second musical comedy was um him like basically like reciting any everything that everyone else had just said in a funnier way and i can't believe there's not like a video clip of this somewhere on the internet because it was so fucking funny he was talking to this like coke dealer an actual coke dealer in the audience at the stand-up you saw yes yes Someone admitted out loud to being a coke yes. dealer. Okay, well, he was like, does anyone have a good story about being punched in the face? And like this, it was his sister, I'm guessing, was like, oh, he does, he does. And he was like, shut the fuck up. And he was like, oh, no, no, we want to hear your story. And he was kind of like embarrassed. He oh, was it was like, like the dude's sister, not Francis's sister. Right. Okay, okay. Yeah, and he got called on anyway. And he kind of reluctantly told his story about how he was a coke dealer. And like his dealer... I guess he was he when he was selling he was like keeping some of the money and like not giving all the money he earned back to his dealer and so that dude like beat him up that happens in drug deals (laughs) and then he I guess went and posted on Instagram like his like I don't know black he posted something oh no he broke his leg (gasps) that's what it was they broke his leg yes and he posted his broken leg on Instagram and just said like hell yeah or something like that and his sister was just roasting him and then Francis was roasting him and then like that was part of the musical skit (laughs) It was so fucking funny. And like on Oops, the podcast, when Francis was talking about his Seattle weekend or whatever, because there were four shows, he didn't even talk about that show. It was the Friday night early. No, Saturday night early show. And then there was a later show. And that's the one that he talked about. And I was like, you're telling me there was a crazier show than ours (laughs) because I thought ours was fucking wild. (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, and he didn't even talk about it. He was like, yeah, that was a solid show. Friday or Saturday early show. Solid. All he said about it. I was like, how are you not? Gonna, that was a great story. I Thanks, thought. Francis. Seriously. I was like, you really like there, but I want to hear down. it again. <laughs> Listen, Francis, I'm not sure you understand what a fan Joelle is the only reason I listen to your podcast and not Nick Bile or like Dax Shepard. I know that's like a name to throw out for podcasters. Dax Shepard. I love is that what it's called? Expert. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Although, okay. I'm, Dax is getting a little self-important anymore and all no. he wants to ever talk about is people's trauma and addiction and sometimes I'm That's like, how I feel about Nick Vial. Nick Vial is always just like trying to do therapy sessions. I'm like, you're not even like licensed to do this, bro. I have a, I have a friend slash, I have a friend who, who like genuinely takes some like serious good advice from Nick Vial. But recently... Random sidetrack. Francis, <laughs> come on. Come on, man. Come on, man. Anyway, Francis. Uh, Nick Bile, apparently him and his girlfriend, who is like 20 years younger than him, because she's like 21 and he's like probably almost, he's probably late 30s. I'll Google it. Google it. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, They were on Call Her Daddy. Were you the one that talked about Jamie Lynn Spears being on Call Her Daddy? Yes. Did you yeah. listen to it? Yes, I listened to that so whole good. one. It was really good. So good. I really need her to interview Britney Spears. I need it. I would love to compare Britney timelines. Spears. Britney Spears is going to come out with a book eventually. And I can't fucking wait. I hope that somebody edits it really well. A coloring book. Um, <laughs> somebody needs to edit it really well. Uh, but I think it's going to be good. I just, I, I'm not going to say anything about Britney. It's not my place. Um, we love Britney. We do love her. We love her. She's been through a lot. Uh, but her sister's interview was very enlightening. So anyways, Nick Vile and Natalie were on Call Her Daddy. And this friend of mine said it was actually like a really great episode. And Recently? T- yeah. Like last oh. week. And they, so I need to listen to it. Probably like the first time I walk my dog. Oh, my little puppy. Um, And I, yeah. So I will, um, I'm going to listen to that. And I'm curious. They talk about the age difference and shit too. Nick is 41. Natalie is 23. Which, again, I have friends who are dating way older than that. Yes, I do. I won't say (laughs) the name, but I remember exactly who that is. Two of them. Also, Nick, Nick Bile, he had said, my friend had mentioned that he said on the podcast that he's closer in age to his father than he is to his youngest sibling. There's less years between him and his dad than him and his youngest sibling because he's one of 11 or 12. What? Yeah, he's one of 11. They're stepkids though, right? No. This is a family of 11 kids? They're Catholic. What the From fuck? fucking Wisconsin. Of course there's a fuck ton of them. Do they have... Oh, I don't even want to know. Oh, I'm going to tell you. I know a lot of people that have that many kids in their family. I have a friend of mine that I went to college with, and no no disparity at all. She's a wonderful person. Um, She grew up outside of Seattle, went to high school with fucking Chris Pratt. How do you like that shit? She remembered watching him in his, like, talent show in high school, which is amazing. Um, She has seven kids, and... Two of them, she had um, fraternal twins, a boy and a girl, and her kids are so adorable and cute. And like, I hadn't seen her since college, maybe like six years ago. She came out and visited, and we all like got together. Because I have another friend, Mo. Hey, Mo. I don't know if Mo listens to this. I feel like Mo and her husband Matt might. I really love Matt and Maureen. Um, they have an adorable family as well. Six kids, Maureen. I think you have six kids. You have two boys. You have your two older girls. Her two oldest girls, um, Bridget and Monica. They're Irish twins. Do you know what Irish twins are? Uh, just tell me. Because I feel like <laughs> I knew, but it's gone. Irish twins are when you um, get 
It's when you like give birth and within nine months you have another baby. Nope, so your babies are born in the same year, but nine months apart. So they call it Irish twins because the Irish have a lot of babies. And I would say her maiden name, I won't say her last name. That's not fair, but I don't know if you're, I don't know if your maiden name is Irish. I feel like your married name is probably like Eastern European based on the, like the certain consonants that are in it. <laughs> um, but yeah, like God's Kevin Marie, like a couple people from college, they all have like these really big families and I'm like, I'm childless and have lots of money. Um, not lots of money. I have an amount. <laughs> That is that is a normal amount for someone my age with my career that like does not have to spend it on anyone but herself. So nice. In case you're someone on the fence about having kids. Do, don't, but money's really nice. That's like, and then I'll move on from that. Um, so Julio. <laughs> We're back. I just looked it up. It was like two episodes ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna look, I'm gonna listen to that. Alex is like a little cringe to me sometimes, but if she has a guest on now that I like, I will go listen. What did she used to do? I got a weird feeling she was like a like a like a exotic dancer or like <laughs> no a porn um, star or something. I mean, cool. call her daddy. Did you ever listen to any of the old episodes? No, the only one it I ever was listened to her was... and Sophia Franklin, and I like them both. They're Who's both, Sophia Franklin? It used to be her co-host. And then, um, but they were like every episode, they never had guests ever. Um, they just basically like talked about like blowjob tips and like sex tips and they were just really obnoxious and like, they did like the whole like, Oh, like if you guys get an argument, just block him. And then just like kind of like immature, like dating advice kind of stuff. So call her daddy was very much like, it was funny though. It was a comedy podcast. So there was like some comedy in there, but it was mostly just like dumb stuff like that. Kind of targeted at like the lower twenty gen- like generation. Yep. Which, um, mm-hmm. Yep. Sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so then they were like renegotiating their deal with Barstool, and Sophia wanted more money. Alex took the deal, and Sophia made her own podcast, and now it's just Alex. So when it was just Alex, she started doing interviews, and she's gotten to be like a pretty good interviewer, and she still talks about like sex a lot and like her personal life. Like we all know her personal life really well. I used to like listen to it all the time, so I kind of know a lot about her. So she still talks about stuff like that, but she also like does like way more interviews, which are way more interesting. Honestly, oh, for sure. like it's just like after a while, it was just like, how many blowjob tips does anybody need <laughs> to I mean, listen it's, it to? It feels like a pretty straightforward thing. You just like you would think so. Yeah, you would yeah. think so, but no. <laughs> wow, <laughs> I'm just kidding. But um, so yeah, what was I talking about? You said, oh, what did she used to do? So she's been a podcaster for what, like five plus years now. She started at Barstool and now she has her own thing with Spotify. And then before that, she in college, she was a soccer player. She's always been like an athlete. She went to college on a scholarship. I, I, that's how she got into Barstool because her dad, um, Barstool is that mostly sports podcasts. mm -hmm. Uh, her dad either like coached hockey or was a hockey player or something like that. So she's, she grew up like in like the sports scene. She's always been a little athlete. Uh, so she did in college. And then I think she just, I don't want to say I did her a disservice because I think it doesn't matter <laughs> if she was right. an athlete or a sex worker or yeah. did it's all entertainment. All of those things are valid mm-hmm. and good for you. Um, I just wanted to say that. Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah. yeah. Her life when it was her and Sophia, like their life just sounded so crazy. Half the time I'm like, are you making this shit up? Like, do people actually live lives like this? Yeah, they do. <laughs> it's crazy to They're me. They're not people like you and I. I know. But... I'm like, wow. Like you guys are like leaving the house three times in a weekend. It's insane. You have so many stories, but of course they're probably doing it like for the podcast. Cause 
like on inception, they immediately had like millions of followers somehow. It's like, I think to this day, Barstool is like one of their biggest podcasts I've ever had. Wow. Yeah. Uh, young women want blowjob advice, apparently. <laughs> it was more than that, but it was, it was very <laughs> cringe. I definitely grew out of it because it kind of came out when I was like yeah, in my yeah. younger-ish 20s too. But so, yeah. yeah. Julio. Also, it's, it was way more fun to listen to when you were single because you could always be like, yeah, fuck guys. Like, it was very much like, fuck guys. Now we're like, like we're in committed relationships. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> oh I don't relate anymore. Um. <laughs> no, I don't need any tips. Thank you very much. Doing just fine. Um, yeah, so Julio was funny, but not his funniest. I, like, I really enjoy him on the podcast. I find him to be... A really good foil to Francis. I feel like maybe like it's a plan of theirs for Francis to sound like a slight misogynist and like really just like kind of like bask in his white privilege. And Julio kind of like is I, like, you know. Yeah, I definitely feel like Julio grounds Francis. Like sometimes Francis will be like, oh, this, this, that and the other annoys me. And Julio's just like, yeah, it doesn't bother me, man. <laughs> Well, just Francis like, is always like my fine, very man. privileged, wealthy upbringing where I was almost a tennis star. And gay no, piano? No, that was, was Julio. Was it Julio? Julio was the tennis player. Oh. Shocking, right? Well, Francis plays too. Francis was a tutor and he was almost, he was, he got into law school, but he didn't go. He got into Harvard Law. Yeah. Well, he did go to Harvard and then he got he into did. Harvard Law, didn't go, and then started his career in comedy. Because he was ro- roommates with Romeo from yes. Michelle's season of The Bachelorette. Yes. Maybe he went for like a semester or something, but yeah, he, yeah. he didn't finish and obviously he's not a lawyer. But he knew he wanted to be a comedian, so did that. Julio's history background is like just tennis, and then teaching tennis, which is actually also really good money. Yeah, so that's what they did before him was tutoring, great money, tennis lessons, private tennis lessons, great money. I'm gonna guess he did a lot of lessons in the Hamptons. Yes, <laughs> Montauk, yep. etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yep. Um, but Julio was funny. Um, I think he's funny. Say Julio, Julio, <laughs> Julio. Fuck, sorry, Julio. His I handle know is not Julio, so I understand. It's not Julio. Yeah, say Carly Aquilino though, and I have. So funny. Do you I follow her on Instagram now too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I followed her for a long time. Ever yeah. since she did those videos about like '90s clothing. Yeah, me too. I from TikTok, where she's like, "Everybody wore belts," and she was trying <laughs> not to hysterically crack herself up, which was like just the funniest thing ever. Um, I love those videos. So I've been following her. I, you sent them to me initially. So thank you. That's exactly how long I've been following her too. And I yeah. love, I love how she calls us the girlies. The girlies. <laughs> and listen, she's always like, if you can't pull it off, just say that. <laughs> just, girlies. just say it. The girlies. Um, <laughs> there's this meme that a friend from college posted today. And I think I'm going to repost it or I did repost it, but it was like, I don't know why people expect me, a former baby, to do things on my own. <laughs> I'm like, we're all former babies. Oh, yeah, I get it. And I laughed really, really hard. I feel like that's a thing Carly Aquilino would say. For sure. Um, but I love a couple things. I loved her hair in the special. I don't want to like necessarily comment on her appearance. So she has crazy curly hair. It's been a couple different colors. I really like the shade. I thought her outfit was super fucking cute. So cute. So cute. Like her boobs. I loved her. Great. I loved her shoes. That's funny. I <laughs> we just said way different shoes. things. Uh, <laughs> as a, as a buxom woman, I pay attention to breasts <laughs> all the time. Um, but hers was the funniest. Like Alex heard me like hooting from the other room last night when I was watching it. Cause when she talked about having two tampons in, I was like, Oh my God, I've been there. Have you ever done that? Mm, yes, actually. Once. Yeah. 
And I and it wasn't. I don't think they were side by side. Yes, that's what I was gonna say. It was on top. It was on top. It's not like I have a cavernous <laughs> vagina. I know. It was like just. It's like it went in further. Did you notice though when you put the second one in no. that there was something in there? Oh, no, that's when I noticed. I was like, oh, mm, maybe this was probably like seven, eight years ago now. And I remember it happening and being fucking mortified. Like mm-hmm. how I was like, how did it fit in there? Like, I just was like talking to, I remember like looking down and talking to my vagina and being like, how did this happen? And the vagina did not respond. What are you doing? What is, what even happened? And I remember like, am I going to get toxic shock syndrome from my tampon? Like being very scared. I don't know why she went to the doctor for it. <laughs> I wish she couldn't get it out. No, but when she said, like, she's like, what am I, like, a ceiling fan? I that was pretty funny. fucking died. I, like, hooted so loud. <laughs> I was like, you say hooted. ceiling fan! You know, the two <laughs> strings. And you could tell she was, like, delicately explaining it for the obviously, like, male audience. Yeah. Um, but it was, it was great. And then I tried to watch the next guy, and he was boring, and then I turned it off. Was he the one that was, smoothie. like, screaming? He was the, he was like, he said he was Jewish and Russian. So nobody. Oh, I liked that guy. Yeah. He's like, so doubly untrustworthy. That was like his opening line. I was <laughs> to like, be fair, oh. I liked all of them. I think they were all funny, but. Um, I do, I do need to finish it so I can mm-hmm. make a fair judgment, but um, I just really like her. And she's. Oh, and then MJK comes on. Do you like Machine Gun Kelly? I've never, I couldn't tell you a Machine Gun Kelly song. Oh. If it, if it, I didn't know either of the ones that he played at the end, but he plays at the end. Maybe they're new. Yeah, songs. I couldn't tell you any songs. Of his. And then Pete kind of like performs with him a little bit. He does like some background vocals at the He at the did first a little one. bit of like, yeah, yeah. With exactly. That's exactly what he does with uh, MGK too. I mean, Pete but, does pretty great rapping on his SNL shorts. I don't watch SNL that much, so cool. <laughs> I believe you. You should watch the Kim Kardashian episode because it's when her and Pete eat. Oh, and cute. it's great. And they do an Aladdin hmm. sketch. Mm. It's very cute. Well, is it about time to uh, <laughs> <laughs> go to the Tennessee Jelly Fish? So I, I don't know if anybody caught that, but Joelle just basically turned into the meme of Leonardo DiCaprio in um, Django Unchained, where he's like, <laughs> he always says, you got you know what I'm talking about. Where he's like, <laughs> that face. Joelle just did it. She did the sound. She did the face. I mean, she didn't look. He didn't look like Leonardo. He looked like you. <laughs> Not the caricature of you that person did forever ago. Um, but that was straight up Leonardo DiCaprio meme. That caricature did have a nose ring. So that was. Yeah, but not your nose. Fucking nailed it. Did- <laughs> It didn't have your nose or your face or anything. I was like, I'm really just a nose ring. Maybe, maybe a different girl was standing nearby and he was like looking at her. I mean, I mean, there was like identifiable things, but I was just like, no, (laughs) no. Um, yes, we will wrap it up. What are your predictions for me and my puppy experience this summer? As far as. I don't know. Whatever predictions you have. Have you had thoughts about it or are you like, oh God, a puppy? What the fuck? Um, I predict just all the normal stuff that you are going to have so much fun with it, but also it's going to annoy the shit out of you. Yeah. I um, love having the shit annoyed out of me. <laughs> it gives me purpose. Yeah. It's my day to day. Kids at school. They annoy yeah. the shit out of me, but I love them. 
<gasps> are you going to crate train her? She's already crate trained. Oh, so are you going to like sleep with her in the bed then? Or are you still going to have her sleep in the crate? I don't know. I never. Okay. So my ex was a big giant whiny pussy and did not want Rilla to sleep in the bed, which I think I would have preferred. But Rilla was like a giant fucking sack of potatoes. Alex's dogs are very delicate when they're on the bed. Like Kitty, sometimes she's kind of where your feet need to be, but like she'll move and you don't really know she's there. Um, one of my favorite moments in the last couple months is like Rilla was like, okay, well I need to be a bed dog now too, since Kitty is. And there was a night where she like got between Alex and I, and then like Kitty came up on the bed and she got all like possessive. And then like literally climbed up my whole body and just sat on top of me. And I was like, I can't breathe. <laughs> like she's like, she gained a lot of weight. Cause I fed her too much. When she was a big girl. She was a big girl. She liked French fries. She did. She was like 60, 63 pounds. And then they weighed her and they're like, she's like 78 pounds. I'm like, shit. <laughs> I was like, well, she's going to die. I'm going to feed her. Like, what are you going to do? Um, I mean, I'd probably eat a lot if I knew. Or I'd avoid it. I don't know. There's like a lot of people like you should have better like a healthy diet. And I'm like, uh, I did. And also French fries, whatever she wanted. Um, but yeah, he didn't want her in the bed. So like I would let her in the bed with me sometimes, but not all the time. So I would have like a fitful sleep with her. But now I'm pretty, it's pretty, it's not a big deal. Like kitty, but bear sometimes gets on the bed. He always gets off and sleeps on like the dog bed on the floor. But I don't know. I don't know if I should. She's been sleeping with her litter mates in the kennel. Um, so she won't have her litter mates. Um, I would like to just have her be a cuddly sleep in my bed dog. But I also know that um, I've heard a lot of horror stories when you don't create a puppy, like the danger that they can get into. Like I won't tell, like there's a horrible story that like an old coworker told me about how his dog passed away. And I just was like always thinking about that when I had Rilla, like, I don't want to leave her out. I want to have her chew a wire and like electrocute herself. Like just, that's not how his dog passed. But, um, like when they're just at that like puppy age, they get into trouble and I, and for their safety, like during the day, I won't leave her out if I go anywhere for a while. I didn't let Rilla stay out of her crate till she was like old. My dogs were like five plus before they were out of their five crates. years plus. I swear. I wow. Think it, was, it was when I moved to would be with them. So that was 2017. Yeah. I mean, Rilla would stay in the crate for like seven hours, eight hours during the day. And I would have, I had one of those little screw on dishes of water. Yeah. At that point they had like huge crate. They were basically play pens. They weren't like the puppy crates that you get that are just supposed to be like big enough for them. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I had like the big, huge, like yeah. the big huge crate that's in my living room. But, um, yeah, I think for a while, I think, I think she enjoys it. She's very food motivated, which I am not surprised by because Rilla is very food motivated. So I know, I understand that. I have like a whole bag packed, like my go bag if I'm giving birth, but like bringing up a dog. <laughs> it's got puppy pee pads. It's got treats. It's got her leash and a slip leash and um, towel and then puppy wipes because like they they don't stop that often. And with some of the puppies, they won't take them out of their crate to go to the bathroom. They don't want to like expose them to any germs and things. So they have like pee pads in there. So they're like kind of a little soiled. And so everybody, there's a group like the three little pities adopters Facebook group that they invited me to. So I was asking people for like suggestions of this whole bag packed. Um, so yeah, I think I'm just going to like an Italian, an Italian, like a Kong. I'm going to put some peanut butter in it. Um, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to make her stay in the crate or like hold her in the car. I haven't decided yet. But yeah, I don't, yeah, I want her to be able to sleep with me. I just don't want her to like hurt herself or get into something she shouldn't get into during the night. 
I feel like my biggest fear, and this is just me personally, you can do whatever you want, it's your dog. It's your I life, will, you know? <laughs> I will take your advice. Whatever whatever advice or thoughts you want to share, you, you know? know? I'm just like, I would be worried when I get another dog that I would just create like a stage five clinger. <laughs> Because that's what Goose is. Because Goose was never great trained, and that dude is just glued to the hip at all times. <laughs> Goose, let's just be clear. Goose is a very typical lab. Like <laughs> he also like went with Spencer to work when he was a puppy every day, so he was never alone ever because he had roommates. And obviously, puppies cry when you leave because they're being trained, but they cry for a while. But that was not allowed because he had roommates. <laughs> So, I mean, Rilla's first like couple months, she went to school with me every day. Yeah. And then I was home with her all summer. Yeah. But she's a clinger too. She's, yeah. She's a little clinger. She's a clinger. <laughs> and she was like very much like just loves Maybe she's people. a lab thing. Yeah. Oh, I mean, there's this like funny like meme of like a book. It's like personal space by labs. And the lab is like laying on someone's feet while they're <laughs> cooking dinner at the stove. And I'm like, well, that's accurate. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's very much a lab. Might come in the blood. Yeah, it's absolutely a lab thing. They're very family. They're very bred, I think, to be very either like a hunter or like a family dog. Um, It doesn't surprise me that Goose is that way (laughs) at all. But no, Rilla, I mean, in terms of like separation anxiety, she did not ever have any. And I would hate. I've never had any dog with separation anxiety either. I know this chick, her dogs, well, I dog sat for her a couple times and she would dog sit Rilla for me a lot. Um, They were both rescue dogs, but they, I can show you after this, like, they thought I was coming in and out of like the garage is the main door. And so one day when I left and I left them out, they like tried to gnaw through the door. They gnawed like the whole like trim of my door. And I was like, what the fuck? And she had told me horror stories, how they like ate through a door and like mm. all sorts of crazy shit. And I was like, what the fuck? And I had to like fix it. And then anytime that week I had them after I left, I put them both in the crate. I was like, you will not chew up my house. So Rilla never did anything like that. She was never destructive. She never ate a sock. Like... I have a, I have a friend, my neighbor, her dog, um, just had like crazy emergency surgery, a couple things. They removed a child's mask with cats on it from her dog. The irony, that's irony. I feel like, but awful. And the vet, they're only charging her whatever she raised on her, like GoFundMe that she did. And I was like, well, that's amazing. That's really cool. Um, so yeah, I just I think I want to be safe and smart, and I I know like in September I'm going to be working all day again. I can come home at lunch. I work really close by, but I want her to be comfortable and happy in her crate. Rilla would go in, but like she didn't like hang out there. Bear goes and hangs out in the crate all the time. I would like that to be. But I use the crate as a timeout sometimes. I don't know if you ever did that with your dog. See, I think we talked about this before because we were always told that that's a bad thing. Yeah. To, because they, you want them to like it because it's their home. But like I've done the same thing and like. But I, I would time out in the bathroom and like Rilla did chew on a couple things in the bathroom and she was a puppy. So yeah. I was like, I don't know what the right answer is. I feel like you hear so many different things from everybody and then like they all just contradicted themselves. So. Well, I think at the time, um, like, I, like I think you'll know what's right. I think so. I think like. Uh, a lot of like my other job, like being a behavior analyst is like the behavioral psychology side of things. And so like, I know that like you don't punish a dog for like peeing in the house when you come home five hours later, they have no clue that they did that. Like it's immediate, right? Positive reinforcement, positive reinforcement of behaviors you want to see the likelihood of those behaviors happening in the future. And like, if you're going to punish, you have to do it immediately after, or they won't know why. So do you believe in like swatting? 
Um, I would booper snoot for sure. Um, <laughs> when like Rilla was puppy teething, which this dog will still be puppy teething, I would be like, oh, I'd do that like yes, loud yippee. that's what I was taught too with puppies. Yeah, but also like replacing whatever that is that they're nipping with with something very yeah. highly desirable. So I, I, one of the tricks I learned, I forget where, like the rope pulled toys, like yeah. put peanut butter mm. in the strings at the end and then they're like obsessed with it. And I did that with Rilla and she loved it. Um, so I'll probably try that again and see if it helps, but just positive reinforcement. I don't think I will do crate timeouts. Although yeah. Alex e-collared his dogs. Mm. And if he gets the e-collar remote out that I have here, cause I tried it a little bit with Rilla and then I felt bad. I, I never put it on the shock. I only put it on the vibrate mm-hmm. and she like lost her mind. And when she put it on, she would just like lay on the bed and like not want to move because oh, she'd be afraid of it vibrating. I was like, Oh my God, I feel like such a normal person. Wow. Um, I definitely use that with Luna. I liked it. Yeah, so maybe maybe I, I don't know. We'll see. But yeah. he just gets the remote out, and like Bear and Kitty both like find the nearest kennel and just go lay down. <laughs> but they're just incredibly well behaved dogs. Mm-hmm. So I kind of feel like I hope will give me some pointers. And he just like you know Alex, he like wings it. I'm like yeah, I don't think you need pointers. I think you're good. I think I'll be. I think I'll be good. I think you should trust your instincts. He was. He's like you excited for tomorrow. I was like yeah. Like, I don't know. She'll be okay. The dog's like, I don't know. I was telling Kitty she's going to get a new little sister. Oh, how cute is that? And he had a little like, he's like, did you get a dog tag yet? I was like, no, I was like waiting to like get one. And I came home today and there was this cute little like, like tag. It's like red. Cause he knows like, I'm like getting this like cute collar. That's like red and green, whatever on it. Um, that matches her collar. It's a little heart that says her name and my phone number on it. Oh, Sometimes he's a goober and sometimes he does the sweetest things. And that's just like, that's so thoughtful. Like today's his day off. He went and did that. I'm like, so cute. And it's like a little tiny, like for a puppy. I'll probably get like a bigger one later on, but very cute. So yeah, will you come over and meet her yes. tomorrow or Sunday? You guys have a lot going on tomorrow. Tomorrow. You're doing um, the beer, fest. beer festival. And then Sunday, randomly Juneteenth is Spencer's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Does Spencer feel a lot of pressure to celebrate the African-American experience on his birthday? No, um, I don't know. I don't, I did not ask him. I just recently saw something where it was like, uh, we don't need you white people to celebrate our <laughs> Juneteenth you, because I, if you're talking about uh, the special, the Netflix special. Oh yeah, yeah, they yeah. did. They did. They did talk about it. He's like, it's like the They're anniversary. Like dick, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's like, it's the anniversary of us escaping slavery. We don't need the white people to celebrate it. And I was like, oh my God. Like... <laughs> I asked Alex yeah. if they ever celebrated it, and he said no. Oh, I was so sad at, at work earlier this week. Um, my manager was like, oh, why are all the flags outside? And I was like, I don't know. And uh, she was like, oh, I bet it's for Juneteenth. Cool, that's cool. And I was like, yeah. She's like, it's definitely not for Father's Day. I was like, oh, no, no way. I Google it. It's fucking Flag Day. And I I like Because yeah. no one gives a shit yeah. about Flag Day. I, I, lagged, I la- yelled down the hallway. I was like, oh, it's for Flag Day. And then I also Googled it and they're like, oh, but they do put the flags up for Father's Day too and Mother's Day apparently. And she's like, oh, I should have known. They don't give a fuck about us. <laughs> oh, is this a black woman that you work with? Yeah. Oh. Well, you know. She's like mixed. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I never even knew Juneteenth existed till I watched Atlanta. Oh my goodness. <laughs> like, thank you, uh, Donald Glover, for telling me about Juneteenth. <laughs> like, well, the federal holiday is like a new newer thing right it's a joe biden it's a joe biden it's like new like this year last year last year yeah last year i don't think like off things close like federal holiday ish like it was like past and we celebrated it but this year like businesses and things are supposed to be closed for it yeah which is cool it's also a sunday so is it observed monday then 
It is because I don't have to go to work Monday because there's still like teacher required mm, days even without cool. students. Um, but we can. It has there. nothing to do with Father's Day. Nope. Okay. It's the we're celebrating. Making sure because that's what we came in. Cool. Yeah. That's cool. So hey, what am I progressive. Work off. It is almost a minute or an hour and fifteen minutes, which is a very good time for us to end. Fifteen minutes later than Joelle tried to when she was being um, Leonardo DiCaprio. But <laughs> I'm glad we chatted. We didn't really actually cry. That was good. We're going to go get some drinks. Yes. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, yeah, have a happy Juneteenth. Or be sad about it. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm not sure what to do. I'm going to just, I'm going to end it there. <laughs> See y'all next time. Woo. Bye.